0: Welcome to the Dr. Living Good Podcast, which exists to equip you with real health solutions to make health simple. It's time to ditch the medicine cabinet and trade it in for a wellness cabinet coming right up. Hey, what's up everybody? It's Dr. Living Good. It's time to ditch your medicine cabinet and trade it in for a wellness cabinet. I'm gonna go through 15 different conditions that commonly happen if you're dealing with allergies or scrapes or cuts or burns or viruses or funguses or coughs or chapped lips or all of these common everyday things that we're using a medicine cabinet for and I'll walk you through how you can have on hand for a wellness cabinet to be dealing with these things without the side effects, without the drugs. That's what we're going through today. So you're looking for natural remedies so you don't have to toxify your family and if you are trying to get to the cause of these type of issues through things that don't involve chemicals then I got the perfect guide for you I put everything together in a nice tight packaged infographic so you can start building your wellness cabinet as I break these down chunk by chunk and show you exactly what I do my family does what's in my wellness cabinet with common things around your house that you can be equipped with to fight off the everyday battles that us as human beings run into. So let's dive into this and show you what it looks like to be building a wellness cabinet, getting the drugs out, getting the toxins out. First one are pain relievers. Everyone's got them in the cabinet. Ibuprofen, aspirin, Motrin, uh, um, Tylenol, all of these different pain relievers were regularly popping, but I want to teach and to show you that these are actually causing long-term inflammation because aspirin is the number one cause of stomach ulcers, Tylenol, number one cause of liver and kidney failures, Motrin pokes holes in the stomach, ibuprofen pokes holes in the digestive system, leading to leaky gut, which leads to chronic inflammation. If you need more information on that, check out one of my webinars on how to heal it, but let's stop causing the damage. Short-term, it may relieve you of some pain or inflammation long term you're actually creating more inflammation. So ditch all the side effects of those drugs even though they're out of the counter and replace the bottle of Motrin, Advil, Ibuprofen with a bottle of high dose omega-3 fish oils. Don't buy too many in one bottle. That shows it's poor quality. You don't want other fillers involved with it but you can have on hand a high quality fish oil and research shows, articles, that if you take an NSAID and you take a high dose of omega-3 and put them up against each other in trials for pain relief, omega actually lives up to the NSAIDs or in some cases beats it. No side effects. So I always keep that in the wellness cabinet, medicine cabinet. You may not use it every day. Some of you may use it every day. But instead of doing the side effects, use 1,600 to 2,400 milligrams of omega-3. The other really good anti-inflammatory pain reliever is turmeric. So turmeric in a one gram dose, up to a three gram dose would be a high dose. You can get the powder um, careful because it will stain things. Put it right in a smoothie, right in something that you're drinking, make a turmeric tea. If you need a recipe for that, head over to drlivinggood.com and you can get it. But turmeric, another really good low to no side effect uh, route that you can be taking in order to get pain relief that does not involve the side effects associated with NSAIDs. Get the NSAIDs out of the cover, cupboard, start putting into your wellness cabinet, omegas and turmeric. We all deal with inflammation, it's hard to get around, but these are necessary on a day-in, day-out basis. That's number one, pain relievers. Second one is going to be cough medicine Uh, Let's just focus there first. So cough medicine, you're run down, you're dealing with a cough, what do you do that's natural instead of taking the syrups that make you drowsy, can cause um, significant side effects, sleep problems, can cause um, you know, depression issues. So these have been linked and have black box warning labels that if you're taking them regularly or putting them in your kids, there's some side effects that happen. So our family at all costs try to avoid the side effects. What can you do instead? We use a um, a remedy called Ginger Tussin and you can find this on uh, my store, but it's a combination of ginger and other powerful cough suppressants that are made from herbs to naturally suppress your cough. So you could just replace the cough medicine with a ginger tussin and that can help knock it down. Around the house, you can also use um, like a warm tea and you can put ginger in it. You could put... um honey in there you could put lemon in you could put cinnamon in you can make a combo of all three a good remedy is honey lemon and cinnamon in like a, a hot water or in a tea format drinking that coats the throat really helps to suppress it giving that to a lot of people over the years for a really good option so if you want the convenient one you can just get you can check that out in the store called ginger tussin um, have that in the wellness cabinet or lemon honey cinnamon stuff laying around the house that can give you natural solutions instead of using cough medicine for the cough and congestion. The third one is antibiotics, and these are atomic bombs for your gut. Inside of your body right now, you have more bacteria than you do cells. Kinda gross, but it's true that antibiotic use is used to kill bad bacteria, but the side effect of it is it kills the good stuff. Just taking one antibiotic, especially for women, increases cancer rates by 9%. So it shows the research. So at all costs, it is a very last um, option, last resort for myself and for my family. My kids have never had one. Um, I'm going to try to keep it that way. I think we get enough antibiotics through the bad meats, the non-natural, non-organic meats and dairy that we eat. Because so many are put into our animals that we're constantly getting bombarded with antibiotics but what do you do when you have a bad bacteria issue, whether it be a sinus infection, whether it be some kind of throat infection, some kind of lung infection, um, any area of the body that's having some level of infection, what can you use that is a natural antimicrobial? And I tell you, you're gonna see it come up often um, through the wellness cabinet series is Silver Silin. Silver Silin is a brand that I partnered with to um, create a coilodal silver natural antibiotic. And silver is something, it's in a spray form, which is super convenient. It could be sprayed up the nose, in the throat, on the skin very easily and you only need a couple of sprays to have a good dose of an antimicrobial silver when it's in its proper pure format that's very key will actually be a very powerful antimicrobial so we use this regularly regularly whether it be infections in the eyes you can put it in your eye up your nose but I word of caution you've got to have proper silver coilo silver something that's very popular on the markets most of it is made of ionic silver which are just um, ion particles it is not pure silver and pure silver is where the power is ionic silver can actually be dangerous over time because levels of silver build up in the body which can create a blue tint to the skin or areas of the body so you want to make sure that it's pure form that's why I sought out a company got it approved um, to make sure it's a pure source and I wanted it really convenient so I can always have it sitting in the wellness cabinet That if an infection comes up, immediately we have it. I actually have one in my office for my staff to use it all times as well whenever they need it. If there needs to be a disinfectant or you need a a replacement for an antibiotic, that's the way to go. Of course, if there's a medical emergency, I'm not saying that these things are always going to do the job um, completely. I'm not saying there's never a need for antibiotics, but I think we grossly overuse them. The research shows we give $10 unnecessary antibiotics every single year in our country because a lot of times we're giving them from viral issues or things that just aren't needed. I think that if you have this in the wellness cabinet, you'll be shocked at how your antibiotic use for yourself and more importantly for your children decreases. Silver, cillin is huge. I would also pair that with pre and probiotics. Prebiotics grow those good bacteria that antibiotics destroy and probiotics um, instill a big dose of good bacteria into your body. And so those are two options. You can get them in powder form or you can eat fermented foods. That is really important during a cold or flu problem or a bacterial problem. But also if you have used antibiotics, I highly recommend getting those back into yourself and your kid's diet to replenish the good bacteria that the antibiotic would have destroyed. So silvercillin prebiotics, probiotics that is your one two three punch Um, as far as dealing with a bacterial infection you can find those things in my store and have them in your wellness cabinet so that if something pops up you instantly have an arsenal to be attacking the problem at the cause so next on the wellness cabinet series Next up for the Wellness Cabinet series are viruses. What do you do when you have a virus and you don't want to try to take medicine, see the doctor, keep your kids away from the harmful toxins? Um, for viruses is two main things that we keep on hand to be able to knock down the viral load and increase the body's natural immunity. And number one is monolaurin. Monolaurin is um, actually a derivative and formed from lauric acid. Your body can make it when it gets substances like coconut oil into the system. Um, It can also be purchased in pellet format. Monolaurin itself can be, or when you increase the amount of coconut oil in your body, your body can make monolaurin which has very powerful antiviral properties it is also antifungal and antimicrobial so you're kind of just walloping everything so that is number one number two is oil of oregano which has been shown for research to be very good for viruses it's also really good for funguses and so i actually use this in a pill form it's in my store um, where you can find it Um, the keys to this is not how much you take but it's how much you absorb so you would want olive or olive leaf uh, to go with it so it helps the digestive absorption so it has more of an effect in your body so the cold and flu time of year I'm always keeping oil of oregano on hand as well as if the viral load gets bad enough you could turn to coconut oil or you could even purchase monolaurin by itself so that the body doesn't have to try to convert lauric acid to monolaurin, it can go straight to it. So there is your uh, uh, main two punches when it comes to beating down viruses and optimizing your immune system to put in the wellness cabinet. Next up are colds and flus. We all run into them. Number one, I think it's a lack of sleep. We get run down. You don't give yourself enough rest. So what does the body do? It does it for you. It forces you to stay in bed for a couple days so that it can recharge. The body is so smart. So it's actually doing the right thing at the right time, but if you absolutely cannot afford to do that, what can you do, especially if you don't want to have a bunch of drugs and a bunch of uh, toxins going into yourself and your family's system? Three big things that we take and uh, carry around in the house. Number one is vitamin D. I take it nearly all year long. Test your blood levels. If it's between 50 and 70, you're getting the optimal immune system effect, especially even effect, uh, impacting not only colds and flus, but things like cancers is that powerful. You want to be taking vitamin K with it. So for every thousand of Uh, Units of vitamin D you want to be taking 100 units of vitamin K so that you don't calcify the arteries Check out some of my vitamin D resources to learn more on that But vitamin D very powerful in the cold flu season actually found to be more Powerful and more effective at preventing the flu than the flu shot imagine that crazy So vitamin D very good secret weapon this time of year number two is vitamin C You can get my vitamin C mix and drink on my uh, website where the we actually powerful cold and flu fighter. Um, I mix it with vitamins, uh, sorry, apple cider vinegar and um, take big doses of that. Sometimes I use it with probiotics that we talked about earlier in this series. And vitamin C very uh, powerful, but it's water soluble, so you can only take so much. I take anywhere from two to five thousand uh, milligrams a day, and so um, you can't go much above that. It's just going to kind of pass right through you, could potentially cause you diarrhea if you get too much. So you can only do so much, but that daily consistent dose super important. There's one in my store. And that's the one my family keeps in their wellness. Uh, cabinet if you need vitamin c that tastes amazing that the kids really really enjoy and to get it in regularly this time of year if it is cold and flu time when you're watching this to pump it in so vitamin c vitamin D, and the last one's elderberry, which has become very popular as of recent. And there is solid research showing that it's a very good flu and upper respiratory defender. Um, These are all broken down on the cold and flu articles on the site. Just go to conditions and click on cold and flu, and you can learn more about these three and others that are very powerful at fighting the cold and the flu. So Taking vitamin um, D between five and 10,000 depend on your weight, vitamin C between two and 5,000 milligrams um, a day for that. And elderberry, you can make the syrup or the gummies and have your children and you taking that, especially during cold and flu season. For more resources, check out drlivinggood.com and click under conditions. You can go to the cold and flu section for a lot more or the store. If you want to know what we personally have in our wellness cabinet. So that is a cold and flu section of the wellness cabinet series. Next up are burns. And so recently my wife splattered some hot water, got a big burn on her arm. It was bad. I felt really, really bad for it. My son was instantly right over there, uh, caring for mama. He's only three years old and just felt terrible because she knew she was in a lot of pain, really hurting in tears when I came home. It was such a bad burn. And so I pulled out our raw local honey. We have a big jar of raw local North Carolina honey and the reason you want it raw local is a lot for its allergen and anti uh, hypoallergenic properties where it's designed for your area and your pollen and trees in your area because that's very useful for allergies as you'll see in a little bit so that's the kind we keep around but having it raw protects the properties of honey that allow it to soothe a burn and we put that on and by the next day it was a radical difference um, with the honey now it was a sticky uh, 15 20 30 minutes that she had it on and it was a little sensitive to get off but raw local honey, a very, very good option um, to control the burn. So burns, raw local honey, there's your next on the wellness cabinet to replace the medicine cabinet. Add a little raw local honey, you're gonna see that pop up very often. That's our next in our wellness cabinet series. Next up is constipation, running into being backed up, plugged up. What do you do without having to take harmful laxatives or chemicals to get the system going again? Uh, A couple easy low-hanging fruit options here. Number one, put leafy greens in a a smoothie, meaning pick a berry smoothie, pick one of the dozens of recipes on the DrLivingGood.com site and put in a a handful of spinach, handful of kale, it's a huge dose of fiber, it's a huge dose of nutrients, and it's an easy way to get the system going, especially in the morning. A good cup of organic coffee uh, can help the system out a little bit as well. Make sure it's organic to protect the properties and the benefits of coffee and the nutrients of it. Prune juice is a good option to get the system going. I take anywhere to 10 to 16 ounces. That's part of our gut reset protocol to flush out the digestive system, but very good for constipation. 400 milligrams of magnesium is a really good option. You can get it in the powder form. The kind that I use regularly is called Neuromag and I don't necessarily use it for digestive system help, but I use it for concentration and muscle help. Um, And the Neuromag, whatever you attach magnesium to helps it to cross um, the blood brain barrier or get into certain tissues or get even higher absorbed. So there's been a lot of research that's been put into that. That's why I chose the one I chose. It's in our store if you're wondering or you need a daily dose of magnesium. But 400 milligrams of magnesium, you just get a simple powder. Gives you a little boost. Or finally, a Smooth Move laxative tea. And that's actually the brand name of it. I have no affiliation, but it works really well. It tastes pretty good. It has a lot of good, um, powerful herbs in it. Uh, senna leaf or seed is actually the primary um, uh, um Uh, thing that gets the constipation moving um, for it. I would not recommend taking that long-term, these are more short-term solutions Uh, especially the Smooth Move tea and the prune juice. But you could look at magnesium. I think a lot of people are deficient in magnesium. No problem taking that on a daily basis. And then, of course, a smoothie with fresh greens is always your best option. So I think you're always trying to work back to that because that's something you could be putting in the morning to get a lot of fiber in. But there's constipation that you can remove the laxatives and replace one of those three things into your wellness cabinet. Next up in the Wellness Cabinet series are allergies. Many people deal with these sniffles, sneezes, skin issues, um, all of the above when it comes to dealing with the effects of allergies, lots of itchiness. So what do you do instead of taking Claritin and Allegra and all these other um, toxic hypoallergenics? And you may think that those aren't a big deal, but start reading the side effects on them. Go do the research on the drug and you'll see all the things that are happening in your body, whether you feel them or you don't. But there are some great options that will help handle and knock down allergens Allergens that don't involve having to take um, a toxic medication. And I'm so passionate about this and run into it so much in the South with patients that I take care of that actually made my own allergen support. And I went studying uh, multiple of them. There's research on this on my website under conditions at drlivinggood.com where you can find uh, multiple, I think there's eight different um, hypoallergenics, but I put most of them into the allergen support. Um, Tinospor,a, Qcertin. My dad used to take a lot of Qcertin. Really powerful anti-inflammatory, but also good for um, knocking down the uh, um, the allergens. Vitamin D, nettles, um, and other hypoallergenics are found in that. Vitamin C is another good option. So. Uh, those are good ones that are found in the Allergen Support and some of those are harder to find as far as by themselves but you put them all in there, you can check that out in our store. I always keep that on hand in the wellness cabinet. It's not necessarily something I take all year long but if I do have some kind of allergen flare up, stuffiness, sneezing, whatever it may be, I got that right on hand, boom, and I can respond, get my body performing back to normal very quickly without having to take a toxic drug. Other one is raw local honey, and we talked about it earlier. The localness of it has the the honey from the pollen in your area. So if it's a pollen type issue, put raw local honey into your tea or a hot drink, or you can just take a teaspoon a tablespoonful of it. And really good dose to be dealing with any kind of allergenic. It's good for burns. It's also good for any kind of skin itchiness. Or pink eye, if you get an infection, raw local honey can be massaged into the eyes to really help knock that down, especially if it's something that's causing very a lot of itchiness in your eye, like an allergen, really good for that as well, because the pollen that the bees have dealt with now have the right stuff in it that nature made you that you can use instead of a toxic drug. So there's the allergen part of our wellness cabinet series. Next up, chat flips, what can you use instead of... Uh, you know, some of those balms and stuff that people put on their lips with chapstick, have chemicals in them, uh, have uh, petroleums in them, which are toxic substances for the body. I mean, these are made from oils, um, toxic oils that are going into our system. So there's just easier options. Just getting a little container and filling it full of coconut oil is all you need. It will moisten the lips. It's antimicrobial. It's really good for the skin to help with wrinkles and aging. So get some coconut oil, carry it around, a little thing of it. Um, we have some. That's what we use for diaper rashes in our house because we have three little kids that's what we use on our on our lips um, for figure that out you know we use it on the bottoms of our babies and on our lips we use that coconut oil all the time so it is a fantastic thing not only to cook with not only to ingest Uh, but also to be using on the skin for any kind of skin related issue and it's a very easy low hanging fruit thing to do to see hey will that knock it out and if it works by just using coconut oil why not try that instead of jumping straight to all the chemicals not saying there's not a need for them but try some coconut oil especially if you're dealing um, with chapped lips and you want a good non-toxic solution to put in the wellness cabinet next up are cuts and scrapes so cuts and scrapes, um, you're dealing with, uh, you know, some kind of injury you've had, the kids fell down, you bumped up against something, you got a cut, you got a scrape. In my household growing up, we always reached for like Neosporin or some kind of spray that you'd put on it. The healing comes from the inside. You're just trying to assist the body, clean out the area and allow it to heal. It is amazing that your body can get a cut on it and then 10 days later you can't even see the cut I mean like think about that for a second of how powerful your body is to rejuvenate tissue and heal you back up that's incredible because if you put neosporin on a dead person nothing happens, right? So the power comes from the inside, but what can you give it, the raw materials can you give it just to help speed that process up from a natural perspective instead of dumping chemicals into a cut. So clean the cut up really good, get the dirt out of it, use hydrogen peroxide if you need to, to just sterilize the area. But raw local honey is actually very good on cuts and scrapes. Aloe vera is very soothing, um, especially if there's know redness or infection as well as coconut oil very antimicrobial good for the infection or preventing the infection to clean up a cut let it air dry you can bandage it if you need to but these are really good solutions especially at the nighttime if you do have a significant cut or a scrape to help soothe it release uh, reduce the pain um, as well as keep the microbes and the infection out of it so we're always and you can see the trend here in the wellness cabinet series of raw local honey coconut oil you're going to see aloe vera pop up in a little bit again as well but that's for cuts and scrapes for dealing with those in a natural way in your wellness cabinet next up is mouthwash listerine or mouth pain in general my dad used a lot of listerine i remember growing up because it's antiseptic kills bacteria i don't think you constantly want to be killing bacteria in your mouth why because you need it in there it's your part of your defense mechanism. You don't want to get too much, but you do need a little bit, just like you need some in your digestive tract, just like you need some on your hands for constantly try to kill these bacteria. Some of those bacteria are our friends and they are helping us a lot. Now some are not so friendly, but if you want some simple options to knock down the bacteria, you want some simple options to freshen breath and whiten your teeth then here's the two solutions I recommend. Number one is hydrogen peroxide. Hydrogen peroxide swishing with it is very antimicrobial. It also helps whiten the teeth. You could brush a little bit while you have it in and then make sure you spit it out, don't swallow it. But very easy to get, it's in my bathroom right now. I regularly use it as teeth whitening and just um, flushing and making sure I keep the inflammation of my gums down. If your gums are bleeding when you floss, you know, the floss that you're supposed to be doing. If your gum's when you floss and you still have some inflammatory issues going on in your mouth, keep your mouth healthy. Always learn, take care of your teeth, take care of your feet, and ask uh, older generations of people and they will tell you that. So hydrogen peroxide is a good option. The other great option is oil pulling with coconut oil. There's coconut oil again, very antimicrobial. What you do is you put a tablespoon or two in your mouth Then you pull it back and forth between your teeth and it gets in between those little cells of your teeth, flushes out microbials, helps lubricate, really good for whitening as well, catching any food that particles that might be in there. And then when you're done with it, make sure you spit the oil out. Um, Once you start swishing it, it'll kind of get it more to a liquid state. You can do that for up to 10 minutes, spit it in the garbage when you're done. You can brush with coconut oil, it's a great option, but those are two really good things to help you with mouth, um, just regular washing, uh, Listerine for antiseptics, or just if you have mouth pain, a lot of times there's an infection in there, those two things will knock down that infection and they're very effective at things like cavities and abscess to help prevent them. But even when they start the onset of them, if you can wallop it with that right away, you can avoid uh, avoid the toxins and add those two things to your wellness cabinet. Next up are acid reflux and heartburn tums and all these antacids that we find in the in the medicine cabinet right now what can you do to replace that a lot of you maybe even have it carrying around in your car or in your purse you're constantly popping these things and what the research is getting clear on is that antacids and especially the prescription ones like um, uh, um, you know the purple pills and things of that nature are very very hard on your kidneys and it puts a lot of calcium inside of the body so I proceed with caution with those it's not that you can never use one I know indigestion is not fun but it is your body's way of telling you i don't like what you're feeding me and oftentimes that's the case it's revolting against you and our solution as society has been to tell the body to be quiet and we just suppress that response and so over time it's going to cause damage not only your stomach but also to the kidneys so what are some great solutions depending on the condition that you have to help with acid reflux and heartburn that you can replace in the medicine cabinet In the wellness cabinet, you can ditch the Pepto and the dangerous anti-acids and use ginger tea or lozenges instead for nausea. So if you're dealing with nausea, maybe it's pregnant mamas out there, Maybe it's just, you're just feeling every once in a while patients that just deal with a lot of nausea, but what has overwhelmingly worked again and again and again is ginger tea or a ginger lozenger that you can suck on. Now you can do straight up ginger, put it in a juice, put it in a tea, you can grate your own, you can get the roots from it even better. The fresher you can get it, the more powerful, but ginger has a very powerful anti-nausea effect. So anytime uh, there is that, I'm facing that, that's what I reach for. Uh, number two, for acid in the stomach, it seems counterintuitive. One thing I always try for heartburn and acid reflux patients, which works a good 50% of the time, is simply apple cider vinegar. You see, you have too much of an acid feeling in your stomach because your body is actually lacking acid, so it's trying to overproduce the acid after your meal. So what you can do is put some of that acid in, in the form of apple cider vinegar, which is very good for the, it's got a lot of antimicrobial, antiviral properties, um, but it's a good dose To help boost the immune system and knock down the acid problems in the digestive system sometimes there's multiple causes for heartburn and acid reflux it doesn't always um, the case for it but the first thing i try to go towards is a cap full of apple cider vinegar before your meal before each meal and very very good for you a lot of good properties with acv next is aloe vera if you do have a lot of distress Um, heartburn issues, upset stomach. I would try aloe vera to help soothe the digestive system. Um, Aloe vera and even celery juice can really help with bloating um, from that you may feel in just a bloating feeling or digestive distress try putting one of those two things aloe vera and an extra there is celery juice But aloe vera is something I keep in the wellness cabinet You can use it for on the skin. You can use it, you know for irritations and itchiness um, You can be taking it orally to help calm down the digestive system I think it's a good one to have around in the wellness cabinet Next up in the wellness cabinet series are funguses maybe on your toes hands Or internally, you deal with a type of fungus. you got to knock the thing down. What do you use? Um, I would recommend, especially the most common area, is in the toes. Soaking the toes for 30 minutes in equal parts apple cider vinegar and water. That's a good way to knock down that athlete's foot type problem. you got to be consistent with it. Let the toes dry out, the foot dry out um, uh, significantly once you get it out of the apple cider vinegar and uh, in the water. But it's a very good antifungal to be putting on any kind of fungus. Tea tree oil. Is another great option. Again, you really need to douse it and/or soak it in equal parts, tea tree oil, and water to help knock it down. Tea tree is a very good one for any kind of like ringwormish type skin fungus that you might be dealing with, um, that you can put directly on the skin. Make sure it's not irritating before you put it on. That can be picked up in most local health food stores. And finally, oil of oregano is very antifungal. Um, I do that a lot more orally, um, especially if there's some kind of virus or Um, you know upper respiratory thing involved as well that the antifungal knocks that down but it can be placed on the skin uh, as well for uh, a fungal type issue but apple cider vinegar tea tree oil oil of oregano three things regularly in my wellness cabinet to attack viruses microbes and funguses that might be associated with uh, different problems but a good arsenal to have in the wellness cabinet Next up are eyes: dryness of the eyes, itchiness of the eyes, infections of the eyes. What do you do? What can you put in your eyes to take good care of them without using drugs and without using harmful chemicals? Number one, the one we keep around that you've heard me talk about in this wellness cabinet series is silver cinnam. Silver cinnam, um, the kind uh, that I'm referring to, can be purchased at my store. It's a little spray bottle. It contains pure colloidal silver. Very big difference between ionic. Coiletal silver, which is particles that can create some harms long-term if used, but pure silver actually has very strong antimicrobial properties. My wife got an eye infection, had a sty, kept getting it, going away, getting it, going away. Finally, I got some silver psyllin, put a few drops in her eye, gone the next day. Amazing. Um, So that's when I was like, okay, this is constantly going in our wellness cabinet. It can be good for skin infections, any kind of um, infection, uh, you know, in the mouth, in the nose. But if you have an infection in the eye, that's a great thing to go towards or raw local honey. Raw local honey has the, especially for itchy eyes due to pollen has the anti hypoallergenic uh, properties from your local area that's why it needs to be raw local honey you can put a little bit in the corner of your eye and rub it in some people are like honey in my eye i'm like you put drops of pure toxins in your eye honey you're going to be fine <laughs> so silver raw local honey that's going to be good for infections and or itchiness um, due to some level of pollen if there's dryness in your eyes coconut oil shows back up. Coconut oil, how do I put that in my eye? We just need to get the coconut oil in more of a liquid state, which you could put a little bit in a, like a, a jar uh, and then put Um, I think have a bigger bowl and have that have hot water in it and the smaller bowl contain the coconut oil and place the smaller bowl in the bigger bowl that will help melt it please do not microwave it you'll kill all the properties of the coconut oil and so that way you can just put simply a couple drops or put it on the corner of your eye and rub it in you're gonna have a little bit of fogginess for a little bit but extremely antimicrobial it's gonna help open up those tear ducts to get things moving and Just start getting more proactive. If you're spending hours and hours upon hours in front of the computer screen, it's gonna be very hard on your eyes. Take some breaks, stay hydrated nourish it from the inside out half of your body weight in ounces in water to also help those dry eyes but an immediate fix try some coconut oil um, very harmless non-toxic non-side effect way that you can just see if you can get a little bit of relief from those dry eyes infections silver psyllin and raw local honey as well as dryness and itchiness that is your wellness cabinet eye solution Next are skin issues and skin infections. What do you keep in the wellness cabinet outside of harmful um, toxic chemicals that you and your family may be using? And I, we keep three things in our household, and one of them has come up several times now, and that is silver psyllin. Any kind of skin infection, it's in a spray bottle. It can be got at my store. You spray it right on the skin. It contains hot, uh, quite a little silver in its pure form, not ionic form. Big difference. Most products out there are in the ionic form, which is just particles, but this is an pure form and with silvers in its pure form it's a very powerful antimicrobial second is tea tree oil really good for skin infections I use that quite a bit or coconut oil also antimicrobial very good for the joints helps improve blood flow uh, so coconut oil is another one that can be put on the skin at any time really good for rashes coconut oil is or dry areas where there's a lot of rubbing uh, it extremely effective for that so these different kind of skin issues are mostly covered by silver psyllin, tea tree oil and coconut oil we don't have to then turn to steroid creams and things of that nature which can be very harmful and mess with your hormones long term so reach for these first and then if something doesn't clear up, you can seek out one of those more toxic methods down the road. But these are three essential parts that are always in the Living Good Households Wellness Cabinet. You can do them very easily as well. To find more resources, you can check out the store for the silver cylinder. Next up is cramping, something I run into a lot with patients. People at night have cramping in their legs, in their calves, in their arms. What are simple solutions that you can get to the bottom of why the cramping is occurring? And typically the main reason is electrolyte imbalance. So I do not want you to hear go drink Gatorade or vitamin water um, because those are terrible ways to replenish their electrolytes because of so much sugar and they're synthetic. You just use what nature already gave you, which is high quality sea salt. I think you, I believe that you get way too little of high quality sea salt in your body on a daily basis to get the minerals that your body needs to function, concentrate, muscles to fire, but a half a teaspoon of high quality Celtic, Himalayan, um, one of the sea salts that are loaded with the minerals, a little more expensive, but you're going to use this uh, regularly, so I keep it in the house all the time, in eight ounces of water right before bed, just shoot it, doesn't taste very good, should knock those cramps right out. You can try magnesium oil or a a, a electrolyte like that or a mineral oil to rub on the outside, but oftentimes by putting those good sea salts on the inside, your body will respond and it will suck those right up and the cramping will disappear. Can also be used for athletes, it's a good source. You can put it in the form of a spray instead of pounding Gatorade and toxic sugars, you could be trying that as well. But there's your cramping solution Easily can be whipped up as a part of your wellness cabinet. So there it is, your wellness cabinet, the things that are in the cabinet to replace the medicine cabinet that you can be consistently doing uh, or having around and these things that I just keep around like allergen support and uh, silvercillin and oil of oregano and tea tree oil and aloe vera and these things that are always in the wellness cabinet in case something happens you're not turning to a steroid cream, you're not turning to an antibiotic, you're not turning to cold and flu medications that cause issues and brain and drowsiness, tablets, all these things, Tylenol, aspirin that are causing liver and digestive system damage, you can have an arsenal right now in your wellness cabinet that if something comes up for you and your family you have non-harmful ways that actually work and so I live this out this is what I do on a day-in-out basis I get these questions all the time so I wanted to put together a wellness series for you you can get the entire infographic free made it easily accessible for you so you can always have this on hand like okay I have this issue what do I need to turn to first and have a little bit of a guide to know how much to take and what to do based on what your family member run into because you never know when this stuff's gonna pop up, but to have a resource like that on your phone or printed off or on your computer stored or right on our website So you can find it really easy at drlivington.com But you can get that full infographic just click below um, We'll make sure that you have just you to click it and access it right away So you can always have um, that check out um, this the rest of this video and all the other videos in the wellness Series and then there's a lot of resources on drlivington.com for how to deal with flu how to deal with joint issues um, more research on the NSAIDs All different types of resources are breaking down real health solutions that don't involve drugs and surgeries to help you and your family experience real health. So there's the wellness cabinet series. Grab the uh, infographic so you'll be able to have that on hand at any time. And we will be here to continue to support you. If you need some of those resources, check out the DrLivingGood.com and head to shop. And you'll be able to see the store and the stuff that I use and all the free resources there. But get the graphic.